0: It's a life-changing message from the Royal House Chapel International, I Now we want to look at the temperament and the kind of partner. The choleric partner. The choleric partner. You know about the choleric. You know about the strength and the weaknesses of the choleric now we are looking at the choleric partner if you marry a choleric what to expect number one to a choleric showing emotion is a sign of weakness showing emotion is a sign of weakness when you are going out with a choleric or you are married to a choleric they don't like to show their emotions even if they love you they will let you know in different ways instead of oh I love you, I love you, I love you I have a friend in the US called Patricia and her husbands traveled around the same time one went to Holland, one went to Italy When our husbands traveled, I asked my friend Patricia to come and stay with me. Then the husband, her husband would write a letter and receive a letter from her husband. And we used to read the letters together. When the husband writes, I miss you. I miss your kisses. I miss... I'm misgiving you hugs. Then my husband will write. The only affectionate thing I see, honey, is everything okay with you and the children? Did you buy the eggs I asked you to buy? I asked you to give them eggs three times a day. The fabric that I sent. Did you you take it to the tailor? I mean, instructions from the beginning to the end. Then, I didn't know much about temperament, And I used to wonder, the man I got married to, does he really love me? Because we read the other letter, and it's full of... And then I read my letter. Oh, the last picture you sent to me, when I looked at you, you had slimmed too much and start eating ice cream and chocolates to put on The last letter you sent... You didn't account for the money. So you need to know when you are married or you are going out with a choleric. It doesn't mean he doesn't love you. Do you understand? Doing special romantic things for a partner will not come natural to a choleric. Doing special romantic things for a partner Would not come natural. Or doesn't come naturally to a choleric. What are some of the romantic things you do? Yes. Buying flowers. Flowers. (laughs) Send you flowers. Valentine's Day. Oh. Send you chocolates. Valentine's Day. Forget it, please. Number three. Cholerics are usually good talkers, but poor listeners. They are good talkers, but poor listeners. They don't listen. I always tell my husband, he does selective listening. When you are talking to him, he decides what he must hear. And then the next minute he says, you didn't say it. I said, I said it. You did selective listening. You selected what you wanted to hear. So they will talk and talk and talk, but listening is always an issue. They are logical and forceful in their presentation of arguments. You need to be a very confident person. Or if you are going out with a choleric and you are not a confident person, you must build your confidence up. If you don't, You would always feel inferior because there's no way you would win an argument with a choleric partner. There's no way you win an argument with a choleric partner. And when you are arguing with them, they make you feel stupid. You are arguing over something. Deep down within you, you know that what happened wasn't your fault. It's their fault. But they make you feel that the if you are going out with a choleric or you are married to them, if you are not careful, every day in your life you will be the one apologizing. Because they never make mistakes. It's somebody learning something. So most times, partners married to cholerics are always frustrated in the relationship. Always frustrated. Especially if you are not a confident person. You must be confident. You must be intelligent. Cholerics make decisions quickly and confidently. They make decisions quickly and confidently. And will easily not change their minds. They will not change their minds. They hardly change their minds when they make decisions. They have difficulty admitting they made a mistake they are very stubborn in their opinions. Like I said, they always think they are right. They think that they have more wisdom than King Solomon. So when you are dealing with them, you must always be careful. Like I said last week, they have leadership qualities, but they have confident leadership qualities. In other words, They have confidence in their leadership. Confidence in their leadership. They give so much leadership that their partners feel very secure around them. The only negative side of this is that they are so smart in their way of thinking and they are smart in their decision-making. Such that if you are married to a man, especially a man like that, if you are not careful, you are always relying on them. Such that you don't think on your own. Or when they are not around you, you can't take a decision. Are we okay? For choleric's, dating is not fun. Dating is not fun. It's not an enjoyable thing. Cholerics thrive on activities. Most cholerics are workaholics. They thrive on activities. They are determined to make a success of everything they set their minds to do. So because of that, when they are courting and they are dating, they don't have time for unnecessary things. So for them, courtship and dating is not fun. We will see one temperament that, oh, they enjoy dating. Cholerics approach dating the same way they approach life. They analyze everything. They are going out with you, they are watching. If they don't find you very serious, they dump you without you knowing. They want serious-minded people. So, if you always come to them gossiping about friends, talking about when you went to the saloon, these things don't mean anything to them. They want to hear you talking about when you listen to news, they want to hear about the economists when you went for your um, economists' um, lectures, the kind of things that you were taught. They are not interested in when you watch Aki and Pompo. Cholerics usually have little dating experience when they are young. Other temperaments, they date a lot of ladies. You know, they have fun. Cholerics don't. On the other hand, if a choleric finds somebody they love, they genuinely, genuinely love, they will do anything to keep the relationship. They don't have time for courting. In other words, all the things people do, going to watch films, are we okay? Now the sanguine, the sanguine partner, they express affection freely and find it difficult to understand a more reserved partner. They express affection freely. And it's very difficult for them to understand a more reserved partner's hesitation to do so. Normally because of their outgoing personalities they attract the quiet, phlegmatic and the melancholy. They attract them a lot. They are fun to be around with. So they attract a lot of Sanguines and melancholies Sanguines change their mood so quickly they can be happy now the next moment they are angry they change their mood they have mood swings trying to understand and adjust to a sanguine's emotional ups and downs can be quite a challenge for a spouse Or a courting partner. Trying to understand and adjust to a sanguine's emotional ups and downs can be quite a challenge for a spouse. Sanguines also love to talk, but they don't make good listeners. Why? Because they will talk and talk and talk. And talk and not even give you the opportunity to say something. But at least they are better listeners than cholerics. They are better listeners than cholerics. I said something. The sanguine spend money impulsively on themselves and others. They love to shop. So if you are married to a sanguine, whether you are a man married to a woman sanguine or a woman married to a man sanguine, the one who is not a sanguine must always be the one taking care of the family's accounts. Sanguines, oh Jesus Christ, they love to shop. They will buy and buy and buy and buy. They love to shop. Sanguines change their minds so quickly. They change their minds. They can make a decision now and change their minds now. Sanguines. And like I said, they can create problems in maintaining a stable and a financially responsible home. Those sanguines are attracted By phlegmatics and melancholies. Sanguines are most compatible with their own type. They are most compatible with their own type. Why? Because sanguines are always looking for playmates. They love to talk. So they want people who can talk like them. They don't understand why you won't call them. They don't understand why they pick the phone at 3 a.m. to call you and you say you are sleeping they find you boring they want playmates someone they can go to an adventure with somebody they can chat with somebody they can go to amusement park with they see dating as entertainment. Sanguines find dating entertaining, so they don't care how many people they date. But there are one group of people you would always find very exciting. You find them very, very exciting. When you court with them, you enjoy your courtship because they always want to go out to a cultural event. They want to go out to watch films. They want to go out to watch shows. They want to go out to watch musical events. They want to go to exhaustive restaurants. They know all restaurants in town. They love a lot of fun. They love a lot of variety. Sanguines love a lot of variety. They can't do the same things all the time. They are one group of people, you can't get them coming to church all the time. You can't get them, they'll come to church. But what I'm saying is, after church, they want a bit of entertainment. They can't come to young adults meeting and have worship every day. They can't come and have Bible studies every day. They want a bit of entertainment. They want a bit of everything. Today they want to see uh, we are having um, grab for keeps. The next time they want to hear we are having a talk on blood type and sickle cell type. The next time they want to go for evangelism. The next time they want us to have sports. I remember, I don't know how many years ago, now Dromo came to us and said, oh, um, our camp meetings are a bit boring. Um, then the father and I said, um, oh, we should add some to it. And camp meeting is around. They have sports. I said sports, camp meeting, please. They love a lot of varieties. So if you are going out or you are married to a sanguine, you need to be careful. They don't find you very boring. Even with food, they want different kinds of food. They don't want to eat the same thing every day. Sanguines are very generous people. They love to give. And they are likely to give gifts early in the relationship. Sanguines love to give and they love to give gifts early in the relationship. When you go out and you are chatting with a sanguine, they like to look at you straight in the eye. A sanguine would want to, when talking to you, lean forward and have a chat. They like to be touching you and touching your hands, touching your legs. A sanguine always needs to be careful when they are dealing with the opposite person, not partner, opposite sex, especially for the ladies, especially for the ladies. If a lady is a sanguine and going out with somebody who is not a sanguine or who is not understanding or who is not accommodative, They end up making their partners always jealous. They end up making their partners always jealous. Papa, come. They meet the other persons of the opposite sex, not in a relationship with the person. Oh, hi! 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 And the partner is there staring and wondering is a long time you went out with me you know they always um, you know so if you are a male going out with a lady who is a sanguine you must always know who she is what her temperament is and don't be excessively jealous a melancholy partner a melancholy partner Melancholies do not find it easy to openly express their affection, even though they may have strong romantic feelings. Melancholies do not find it easy to openly express their affection, even though they may have strong romantic feelings. Melancholies are the people that if you are not careful, you meet a melancholy. Especially a melancholy lady. You are interested in the person. You approach the person. Initially, you will think the person doesn't love you. Or let me not even use love at this initial stage. You think the person doesn't like you. They pretend a lot. The lady is interested. Instead of saying you are are interested. Don't do it uh, until they miss the person. And when I'm concluding, I will make a statement. The fact that we say this is your temperament. This is your weakness. Doesn't mean that you can't do anything about it. You can you can work on yourself, so don't go misbehaving and say, "Oh, Mama Rita said I'm like this. I'm a sanguine, so I'll go hugging. I'll go on a hugging spree." Number two, they need the right kind of atmosphere to open up and express their affection. They need. The right kind of atmosphere to open up and express their affection. You can hardly, now things are changing a bit, but you can hardly walk to a melancholy and say, I love you. They don't, they don't find you serious. They, they, they don't understand how you can just see them and say, I love you. You must enter into friendship with them. When I talk about friendship, I'm not talking about boyfriend, girlfriend. Just ordinary brotherly, sisterly love. Let her be your friend. Build confidence. Let him or her have confidence in you. And then after you have become very good friends, you can go ahead and then propose. Otherwise, you would always be bounced. Sometimes when they even like it, unfortunately for them. Sometimes when they even like it. Although they don't show or they don't share their feelings, they don't make you feel, you know, the way they feel about you. Sometimes if you are smart, you can see it expressed in their actions or you can see it on their faces. If you are smart, you can see it through their actions and you can see it through the way they, they smile towards you and the way they say the hello and all that you will know. Except that they won't openly say that, Charlie, I'm interested. Melancholies tend to take comments and remarks personally. And can easily be offended. When you are going out with a melancholy or you are dating a melancholy, you need to be very careful. When you are choosing your words, you must choose your words well. When you say A, they interpret it, they go beyond the A, and you are on the A level. They have moved to B, C, D. So you always need to be careful when you are chatting with them. And especially when you are around, you are with friends and they are around you. You need to be careful about your actions. They are reading in between what is not there. reading what is not there. If there are two friends or three friends, And you are a friend to all of them they are watching your relationship with dr nas they are seeing what you are doing to dr nas and you are not doing to them what you are giving to dr nas and you are not giving to them even among children you get a choleric you get a sanguine you get a melancholy you give them all food They want to find out the egg you gave to them. Is it the same size? Or the S is bigger? Even the yolk inside. You need to always be careful when you are dealing with melancholies. They are extremely sensitive people. Very, very sensitive people. Very sensitive people. They are easily hurt. Hurt about something you said, you didn't mean it. Heard about something you said and you didn't even mean what they think you meant. You must always explain yourself to them. Oh, what I said, this is not actually what I said. I said this and I said that and I said this. They are always arguing over something that didn't happen. They find it difficult to discuss serious matters. Without getting emotionally involved, they would add their emotions by all means. They find it hard to discuss serious matters without getting emotionally involved. Melancholies struggle with weaknesses, but are the most gifted of all the temperaments. They struggle with their weaknesses, but they are the most gifted. They are the most gifted. They are the most gifted. They are creative and have an appreciation for beauty and design. They are creative and have an appreciation for beauty and design. They are usually perfectionists and give great care to details. They are perfectionists and they give great care to details. They are quite reserved by nature. They are reserved. They don't talk a lot. They observe more. And because they are reserved by nature, it is very difficult to discover the gifts and the abilities they possess. Because they are quiet by nature, it is very difficult. Though they are gifted, it is very difficult You need to be around them for a long time to be able to know the qualities they possess. When a melancholy laughs, most sanguines will laugh with their hearts. Melancholies will laugh with their hearts and their brains. They are pragmatic and down to earth about their relationships. They use their common sense a lot in loving. Sometimes you think because they are quiet in nature, you can fool them, but don't make the mistake. Don't make the mistake. Melancholists, especially the men, keep their good manners when they are courting. How do you keep your good manners when you are courting? They open doors for their girls. It's good manners. When they go out with you, they make you sit down and then they sit down. Or they pull the chair for you. When you invite them for a date, they are hardly late. Melancholy women are the ones who cook for their male partners during courtship. They will cook for you during courtship. They always make plans ahead of time. Melancholies make plans ahead of time. Melancholies are always protective of you. They are always protective of you. They are always protective of you. People get very offended when Reverend Derek is preaching and laughs, saying, My wife, Dela." It is very, very typical of melancholies. Indirectly, in his mind, I'm protecting my marriage. If I say my wife, they lie, everybody must know I'm in love with this woman and they shouldn't cross my path. Melancholies do not choose their future partners impulsively. They don't choose impulsively. They don't do it out of impulse. They do it cautiously. And they do it with the opinions of their family members and the opinions of their friends. They want to make sure that everybody around them is in agreement with the kind of choice they have made. Sanguis don't care whether you, you agree with them or not, it is their choice melancholies do not like to hurt people so they want to make sure that everybody around them that is very close people around them are in agreement with the kind of choice they have made my last and then you come with your questions the phlegmatic partner you will meet this again during counseling unfortunately for us Temperament is one of the very difficult subjects to, to, to teach. It's a difficult subject to teach. And as one subject, you must decide you want to know it and you must decide you want to learn it. And everywhere you go in life, you will come across temperament. In the choice of the man, you must pick. In the choice of the woman, you must pick. The way they behave. In the way you train up your children. Your colleagues at work. Your colleagues at church. Other members of the choir. Either members of the ushering department. They behave in ways you don't understand. You need temperaments. Since I studied temperament and I studied it very well. I I really make room for people. Phlegmatics, phlegmatics are generally very faithful marriage partners, very, very faithful marriage partners, very, very faithful marriage partners. They are not just faithful marriage partners, they are also loyal. Even as friends, phlegmatics are very loyal. That is why Reverend Johnny has stuck with Apostle General for so many years has to also do with the kind of temperament he has. They are very faithful and loyal people. Plegmatics are also quiet by nature and usually talk very little. Their emotions are kept well hidden. Their emotions are, are kept hidden. So most often it is very, very difficult for the spouse to know what is going on inside of them when you are married to a phlegmatic you need to be very careful they don't talk a lot they don't express their emotions you don't know what is going inside of them but when they decide to give up on you trust me nothing will convince them so they are quiet by nature they usually talk little. Their emotions are kept hidden. Because they don't talk much and their emotions are normally hidden, their spouses starve for affection. Their spouses, their partners starve for affection and companionship. Unless the person has changed. His or her weaknesses. But you can stay with a flag in the house and they won't talk. They stay in their bedroom. When they come out, they are going out. Sometimes they can be very boring to stay with. But they have a lot of humor too. Pastor Johnny sits around me, he will make his face straight. Yet he will say something that will make me laugh. And he said he is not laughing. And I'm sure people around me will wonder what is going on with Mama Rita. She's sick up there. Phlegmatics like serious relationships. Once they start a relationship, they tell you their intentions, they enter into relationship for marriage. Other temperaments might enter into a relationship and check if it will work. They, Before they come, they have assessed you already. And in their heart of hearts, they know it will work. So they come with marriage at the back of the door. They don't have time to be courting for a long time. For you to decide, I want to marry you. No. By the time they come they have already decided. They love long-term commitments. I want to summarize the four temperaments and see if you identify with any of them. And I call it the four pieces of temperament. The four pieces of temperament anytime you remember it you will know the kind of temperament either you are or you are seeing in somebody else the first p is powerful powerful what temperament is that a choleric you are intelligent clap for yourselves the choleric is a powerful person who wants to take control of every situation and make decisions for others. They like to be in charge. A choleric is a powerful person who wants to take control. They want to take charge of every situation and make decisions for others. The choleric love to work. The choleric is easy to sport because he works with authority like the Apostle General. And appears to be in charge of everything. Such people don't waste time on trivial matters. And trivial activities. They don't waste time with things that will not bring them results. The powerful person, the choleric, accomplishes more than any other personality type. In other words, any other temperament. They are quick in assessing what needs to be done. And once they assess what needs to be done, they will do it immediately. A choleric does not need to be affirmed on their looks. They don't need to be affirmed on their looks. They love praise, but they love praise on their accomplishments. They love praise on the things they have achieved. They love praise... On the speed in solving issues, they love praise on their constant goal setting, on their loyalty to God, their loyalty to the church, they are loyal to their countries, and they love praise on the way they are fair in the way they handle issues. On the other hand, the sanguine is a popular person who wants to have fun out of every situation and be the life of a partner. They love to be the life of a, of a party. They love to have fun. Reverend Charles went to Maryland for the first time to preach. The first day, he was taken to church. From the church to the house, he was going to minister. The second day, he was taken to church. From church to the house. Then the third day, he said, ah, you people, is that all your life? Church, house, church, house. Don't you have any form of entertainment?" This is a typical sanguine for you. I go out with the Apostle General. Church, hotel, church, hotel, church, hotel. Nothing else. No shopping, nothing. If he has to shop, he goes to the shop. He knows exactly what he wants to pick. He picks one, is out of the place. So a sanguine loves to have fun. In every situation. And be the life of the party. Sanguines love to talk. They are easy to spot Because they make grand entrances. They love attention. They love attention. And they love to attract people with the kind of magnets they have. And they love to tell stories. Reverend Charles always has stories to give. What a sanguine wants to hear is that they are looking very attractive. A sanguine wants to hear that they are beautiful. A sanguine wants to hear that the hair they did is looking very beautiful. They even want you to notice their earrings and comment on their earrings. They want you to notice their shoe and comment on their shoe. In other words, a sanguine wants you to compliment her on everything physical. If she cooks, you must tell her the food is nice, even if it's salty. Sanguines live for externals. And they want you to get excited over their clothes. They want you to be excited over their car. They want you to be excited over the new furniture they bought. I have a friend. you visit her. Oh, come and see my curtains. Oh, look at my chairs. And each one of them you must pass comments. Her food. Oh, we are eating. Oh, we are all eating oh mama rita don't you see that the food is wicked oh the food is wicked the food is nice oh the food is wicked. she buys plate you must comment on the plate oh your plate is nice oh i love your perfume and if you go and look for trouble and she wears a dress on monday And you tell her the dress is nice. She'll wear it again on Tuesday. For you to tell her it's nice. She'll wear it again on Wednesday. She'll wear it on Thursday. When she comes to church. And everybody hasn't seen her dress. She won't go home. She will come to the altar ten times. That is a sanguine for you. A Melancholy. Is a perfect person. We are looking at the four Ps. A Melancholy is the perfect person who wants everything done in order and properly. They are usually neatly put together and intellectual looking. They are usually quiet, reserved and a little bit ill at ease in social situations. They consider compliments as trivial, and they want to hear about their inner beauty and integrity, their wisdom and spiritual values. The phlegmatic is a peaceful person who wants to stay out of trouble, keep life on the stable, and get along with everyone. Sanguine, eh? Hey, phlegmatics want always to be in everybody's good books. They don't like to rebuke. They like to rest. They like to sleep. Phlegmatics. They are easy to get along and relax. Phlegmatics are lazy people. But one thing about phlegmatics, they, suit, they fit into any situation. They fit into any situation. They blend very well. Everywhere you take them, they can blend very well and fit very well. They laugh with those who laugh. And they cry with those who cry. Everyone loves the low-key nature of the inoffensive phlegmatic. Everyone loves their low-key nature. They hardly offend people. Though they are not as loud as the sanguines. the phlegmatics have a lot of humor. In conclusion, in conclusion, how to cope with somebody's temperament. In conclusion, number one, No temperament is better than the other. There's no temperament that is better than the other. For each temperament you get strengths and you get weaknesses. But I want everybody listening to me to know that as a born again Christian you have the Holy Ghost. You have the Holy Ghost inside of you to help you work on your weaknesses. Everybody here listening to me, I have gone to a lot of places that I have asked what my temperament is. That they haven't been able to tell me why. Because I have worked on my temperament. I have worked on my weaknesses. So everybody here has the Holy Ghost inside of you help you work on your weaknesses you can't go into marriage with your weaknesses and say this is the way I am your weaknesses can be overcome and replaced by your good qualities how do you deal with each other's temperament accept your partner the way he or she is Accept your partner the way he or she is. Give praise on her strength or his strength and achievements. Give praise on their strength and their achievements. Supplement and cover up for your partner's weaknesses. Supplement and cover up for your partner's weaknesses. Supplement and cover up. Don't let everybody know your husband's weakness or your partner's weakness or your wife's weakness. Supplement, make room, cover her up, cover him up. My final conclusion. You want to know the kind of temperament you must be married to? You want to know? Listen carefully to me. It does not matter who you marry or what temperament you select. You can endure and make adjustments. It doesn't matter who you marry or what temperament Selects. You have the power to endure and make adjustments. When I was going to get married, I think just a few days, I think about two days, an uncle of mine had given me a check. And I was going to GCB, just across the road here. So my husband and I had gone there to redraw the money. Then I met one elderly woman. They knew I was going to get married. I was a member of... They knew I was going to get married. I had invited them to my wedding. So we met at the bank and I said, Oh, this is Brother Ankara those days. The man I'm going to get married to on Saturday. Then the woman just looked at me and said to me, If I knew this was the man you were going to get married to, I would have discouraged you. Then she said to me, This was two days before my marriage. Said to me, I don't think your marriage with this man would. I don't know what she was expecting me to do two days before my marriage. So I asked her, Why? Have you heard anything? Then she said, No. I know this man very well, Brother Ankara. He's a very tough person, and you are also a very tough. I can boast I have been married For almost 30 years I decided I wanted it to work I worked on my Negatives I worked on my weaknesses I complimented I complimented him For his Negatives for his weaknesses And I gave him Praise The Lord has made us a very good pair. Any questions?
1: First question from Roy. Please, want to know if any two of the characters? All right, I think this has been answered. uh, Whether they can stay together? They came during the presentation. So
0: you can get married to a melancholy. You can get married to a sanguine. You can get married to. Depending on how well you want the relationship to work. People said my husband and I will not be possible. We are married next year. We'll celebrate 30 years. And unfortunately for us, um, when he was in school, he was SP. When I was in school, I was was house President. So combining the two, I'm telling you, He roars and I roar. But um, fortunately for us, we married very early. We married very, very early. Um, We made our mistakes and then we picked up. We made all our mistakes in the early stages. And I think I have done very well. I always tell him, when I go to heaven, God will give me a crown. For getting married to him. For the kind of woman I am. To submit and submit and submit like Dr. Anas. Dr. Anas will tell you, hey, she's wild at work. She's wild everywhere. But when she gets home, she's like cutting wood. She calls the husband daddy. Meanwhile, the, the, the husband is the quiet, you know. So the, the second question.
1: My husband is a choleric and I'm finding it very difficult to cope with him. And now I feel I'm married to the wrong person. Please, what do I do in this marriage?
0: Have I answered you? I think I have answered. Um, But like I said, it's not everything I can go into details here. If after everything I have said and the explanations and everything, if you are married to a choleric and you don't know how to deal with him, book an appointment with me. I've been married to a choleric. I will tell you how I've been able to make him soft. My children will tell you, I know how to get around my husband. I know how to get what I want. I, I, I mean, I know. I know how to let him say yes. I know how to let him say yes.
1: This is from Wendy. Our temperament's hereditary.
0: I won't say it's hereditary. It's inborn you can have a father who is not a choleric but you are choleric you can have a mother who is not a sanguine but you are a sanguine you can be a melancholy and none of your parents will be uh, melancholy, you understand so um, hereditary means that your father has it or your mother has it this has nothing to do with hereditary it's something. It's an inborn thing I don't know how to explain it You you, you understand what I'm saying, you were born with it it's not something like sickle cell or your blood group that it has to come from one of your parents by all means this is a personality trait and it's you
1: can one person have all four temperaments i am confused i seem to be everywhere
0: everywhere i have gone to people have asked me i asked nanakos i said nanakos what is your temperament she said all four you can't be all four You can't be awful. You have a bit. You can have a bit of each. You have a bit of each. But everybody has one dominant one or two. You can be made up of one that everybody knows that this is you. Or you can be made up of two combinations. Like I said, um, everybody knows Apostle General choleric. But what people do not know is that he's um, close son more of choleric and a bit of sanguine i am son clo more of sanguine and then a bit of choleric papa is melancholy and then choleric you, you you get what i'm saying but you see that either you are too major or one more and then the other please 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 we won't say it's you for instance if you do um one or two doesn't make you that person is it are you okay but every day new research is coming i am sure in a couple of years they will bring out one research that shows that one person can be everything a bit of everything and but that one still they are Uh, It's just a combination of sanguine and melancholy. Uh Aha, sanguine. But that one is already there. No, that one, like I'm saying, it it hasn't come out. Uh Aha, it's not an authority. That's why I don't like to talk about it. It's not an authority. Even when you go on the net, it doesn't talk about it too much. You get just one or two um writers talk about it but it's not a popular the the four main ones
1: mommy please do temperaments change with growth can i be a choleric at the age of five sanguine at the age of 15 melancholy at 45
0: temperament doesn't change with age what happens is that with age you are able to deal with your weaknesses. You are able to deal with your weaknesses. And sometimes in dealing with your weaknesses, it looks like you have moved on. And then sometimes some of the temperaments are hidden. You you get what I'm saying? They are hidden not because they are hidden. They are hidden because you don't know. Or they are hidden because nobody was able to um, identify. For instance, uh, for so many years, Reverend Charles thought he was a choleric until I went to teach on temperaments in their church. That is when I told him, Reverend, De, uh, you, are, you are not a choleric. You are not a choleric. You are a typical sanguine, Reverend Charles. So if he didn't know, he might think he was a choleric, and then. But I have come to realize that your, your your environment can also change you. Nana when she was very young was an extremely quiet person Extremely quiet person She didn't make too many friends She started collecting prize for the best behaved um, student from nursery And you know in primary school the people who don't talk are always the worst the best behaved But now with leadership Are you listening to me? With leadership, being a Sunday school teacher, being head of 2G, is making her open and then talking a bit. That doesn't mean that her temperament has changed. You you get what I'm saying? That is why sometimes it is very difficult to look at you now and then um, find out what your temperament is. Look at you from childhood from when you were growing up then you know that this is you my mother would tell you even when i was a baby i could talk and not um, swallow saliva i could talk and talk and you go out with uh, nadromo you sit up in the car with her from the time she sits in the car till you get down she's still talking nanakos goes out comes in comes into our room talk 30 minutes 40 minutes she's okay and she'll go into her room sometimes she'll come and just say hi and then she goes if i'm looking for her i have to open her door to find out if she's actually there now Dromo goes out comes into her room and she talks till 3 a.m 4 a.m no seriously it tells you she's a talkative So, you must look at you from the beginning. If I look at myself now, and I allow people to tell me who I am now, most people will tell me I'm a choleric. And now I don't talk much, especially in public. Why? Because leadership has taught me not to talk too much. So, if I look at myself now, I'll say, oh, all the negatives of sanguine is not me, but it used to be me. Now I have worked on myself. My name is Pastor Fred Gawi. In your, in, in, your, in your message, you said um, we can work on our weaknesses. But in the case of your partner, where she maybe um, he or she has some of these weaknesses and we are not able to get along with him or her, can you lift um, some instant prayer to try to bind those negative aspects of it? <laughs> I won't say bind, but you can pray for your partner. You, can, you know habits are not easy to overcome. So you can always pray for your partner. Number two, like I said, um, praise him on his strength. Once you praise him on his strength, now when you start talking about the negatives, he would understand or she would understand. But the problem with us, we are always quick To hit on the negatives. So that our partners see it as attack. And that is the mistake I started doing when I got married. I was hitting him on his negatives. Unfortunately for me, I didn't have a role model. I didn't have anybody. But I think my best teacher was the Holy Ghost. So I decided to change my style. Now to compliment him on his strength when he does the good thing oh I hit on it and me your good aspect oh I can say it more than 100 times so after I've said it 100 times on your negatives if I say it only 2 times don't say plenty 1, 2 you are done don't play the work of the Holy Ghost a lot of you are playing the work of the Holy Ghost there are people here if you are lucky your partner is here he's also hearing and listening allow the person to go and sleep and let the Holy Ghost work on him or her. Do you do you understand? So pray for your partner, encourage him or her on their strength or on his strength, and then um, try and then talk to him, you know, a bit on the negatives.
1: Doctor Nurse,
0: mommy, my question is: Can one's temperament be a source of guide to the person in a? When the one is choosing a career, can one's temperament have an influence on career like Yes, choosing yes. A career? that's a lot. Without we getting to know. Much later in life, even when I hadn't um, studied about temperaments, I looked at myself and I said I made a mistake. I made a bit of a mistake. Um, I should have gone into sales. I should have been a teacher. I I always said it until I started learning about temperaments. Um, now Dromo is one person that has changed her career more than a hundred times. When she was a child, she said she wanted to be a dancer and a doctor. <laughs> and then she changed and she said Nanako, she wanted to be a doctor. And then she changed and she said what? engineering she kept changing and changing and changing and then finally um, she had admission for engineering and then she also had admission for um accounting she form three somebody who said she wanted to be a doctor dropped biology i said not dromo, it doesn't make sense i convinced her she still said she didn't want biology so she went in with chemistry and then physics. And then much later on, even when she was offered engineering, she realized that even the physics, she was having problems. She likes, she likes easy things. That is her. She likes very, very, she likes the shortcuts. She doesn't like to struggle, you know. So she said she wasn't going to do physics again. She was going to do accounting. I said, that's fine. Now she goes into accounting first degree. She said, mommy, I don't think accounting is me. So what do you want to do? She wants to do marketing. But marketing is A. You you, you get what I'm saying? Some jobs, you can tell that uh, with your temperament, I don't want to go into this one today. It's a whole topic on its own. It's a whole topic on its own. Where I can take your temperament and tell you um, you can do this and do that. But just like I don't want to go into your temperament and tell you get married to somebody with this kind of temperament. I don't also want to tell you with your kind of temperament, go into this kind of, you, you get what I'm saying, go into this kind of career. So that you, you are hooked into thinking that this is the only thing God wants you to do. God can make you do anything
1: how should a female choleric handle herself when being themselves society think they are disrespectful and arrogant that's linda we'll take from our brother as well thank you very much um my name is prince um thank you very much for the insightful presentation i wasn't here last week but um i want to ask does god wire the strengths of our temperaments into us and if yes, and she's asked the second question, is it intended for our assignments here on earth? And if yes, is there is it possible that there, there is a correlation
0: between your temperament and your spouse or the one you are going to marry? Thank you. Have I have I answered that question? I did, I answered. Yes, you answered it at the beginning, but um, once it's um The psychologists will tell you, for instance, um, the sanguines are attracted to melancholies and phlegmatics. That is what the um, psychologists will tell you. But I am saying that the fact that they are saying doesn't mean that as a sanguine you can't get married to a choleric. I have tried it it well. Sanguins are very attracted to themselves. Another sanguine. Why? Because they are so playful. They want another playmate. But on the other hand, we have realized that when two sanguins get married, they end up not even paying their children's school fees. Because they shop and shop and shop. I always have a list of things I must buy. All the time, I have a list. When you go on my iPad, I have next what I must buy. So immediately, I get the money. I'm going into it. Every time, I'm buying flowers. I can change all the flowers in my house and redo another one. If I was the one controlling money in my house, trust me, my children will not study outside the country. You, You get what I'm saying? So, um, yes, they will tell you this kind of temperament is suited for this one. But I am saying that you can make it work no matter what. I have seen people like a Reverend, Dark, a Reverend Derek, who are typical melancholies, Yet, somebody was saying Reverend Derek is a sanguine. You, you get what I'm saying? So, it means that you can work on yourself and you can marry any kind of if you are a woman and you are choleric at last if you are a woman and you are choleric listen carefully you are a woman and you are choleric do we have women cholerics here? that is if you know yourself cholerics listen carefully cholerics Have the tendency of being bossy. They have the tendency of ruling over people. But you always must remind yourself you are a woman. You must always tell yourself you are a wife. You always must remind yourself you are a mother. Daily when I wake up, I remind myself, I am a wife, I am a woman, I am a mother. The fact that you are choleric, and choleric means that you are a natural leader. Number two, the fact that as a choleric, you would always want to have your way. Doesn't mean that you go into the marriage and try to be a boss over your husband. You will lose your marriage. The fact that you are choleric and you have the tendencies of raising your voice when you speak doesn't mean that that is the way you are and everybody must accept you. I don't know you are choleric. Do do, do you get what I'm saying? You know you are choleric. I don't know. So work on yourself. Anytime, assuming you become a boss, you must always remind yourself, this is my temperament. I need to check it. If you are not careful, everybody will leave you. How does Apostle General use his temperament positively and what does he do to um, cover up for his negatives anybody anybody yes you want to answer the question anybody who wants to try can come yes and come this way you want to create a joke or a funny things around him i like that he tries to bring humor to relax people around him that's what you want to say but there's more you can say he uses the choleric side to do the leadership yes but i want to know how well he blends the negatives such that though he has the negatives, the negatives are overshadowed. Maybe you people don't know him very well. Yes. Yes. Come, come if you can answer so all I'm saying is that even if you are choleric your negatives you can cover up for your negatives yes he reprimands you one moment the next moment he's encouraging you and has even forgotten are you listening? he screams on you this moment the next minute he's encouraging you and hugging you and asking you if you have eaten and giving you money for transport. That is why you must be the biggest fool To go to a branch And say because Apostle General screams on people I can also go and scream You can't go and scream You don't know what he does to cover up Are you listening? Last Thursday he, he was there to teach MCLC um, Somebody asked the question And the next thing I heard You are a fool He will come back and repeat himself. How can you ask me such a foolish question? At the time, the whole class was quiet. Because nobody was ready to ask another question. (laughs) But after he insulted the person, then he will balance it small. And Reverend Johnny will always do this. Anytime we are in a meeting, reverend Johnny does this and does this. In other words, he can raise you up and drop you. He can drop you and raise you up. You you, you get what I'm saying? When my children were very little, uh, Morningstar, I don't know if they would remember. I refused it that he must teach them like homework. He, He never had the patience to teach. He doesn't understand why you don't understand this. He will send Papa to go into the room to bring something. Then the next moment Papa comes to me. What did Daddy say I should go and bring? I said go and ask him. Papa was just afraid. He'll just tell you, are you a fool? I'm paying school fees for nothing. I'm paying... meanwhile is a very loving father you, you, you get what I'm saying so you must, you must balance it a lot yes so the next thing the positives of a sanguine Sanguines are givers the positives of the sanguine balances the negatives of the, of the choleric and that's exactly what I do I use my positive of the sanguine to balance my negatives of my, of my choleric and it balances so well and that's the same thing I do to my children I have seen um, children who couldn't even get close to their mothers you, you, you get what I'm saying They couldn't get close to their mothers because their mothers scream. Their mothers are always angry. Their mothers are always beating them. And that's what happened to us. My father was strict. My mother was strict. And it, it was such a bad balance. Very, very bad balance. I could never see anything or experience anything in school and be able to come home and tell my mother this is what I'm it never happened to us. Never happened to us. But for the fact that, you know, I'm one of the carefree people, I've, I've gone through what my sister went through. For a long time, my sister thought my mother was her stepmother. Yes. And when you do anything to my mother, sometimes she won't talk. She will wait when she hears the horn of my father. Aha! And I thought, and she will go on and on and on for my, ma- my father to ask, so what did she do? And once my father asks that question, the next thing will be caning. So, as, 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 as um, especially a choleric lady, balance it very well. And then that is why. You always must complement each other in the relationship. Do you understand me? You must compliment each other. If your negative is showing so much, and your post, your negative, her negative is also showing too much. Who suffers? Who suffers? The children. The children will suffer. God bless you. So thank you so much. Like I said, I'm always available. Um, if you go through the the questionnaire and there's something you don't get it, please come back and then let me know. If you meet a partner and you are having difficulties with him, how to handle him because of his negatives, you can always come to me and then let's talk. God bless you and I love you. Is that a clap it for Mama Rita or for... Fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life changing CDs, please look up the address on your CD Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.